Welcome to Love Attraction in Action. Thank you so much for joining me on my show where I have amazing people who share their lives about the law of attraction. Now today I thought I'd do a very special episode and that is with my sweetie and soulmate Paul and we're here together and I thought one thing that I'm so, so grateful for is the fact that I have manifested such an amazing relationship. And I did all this work through the law of attraction. So I thought since we're together today that I would actually interview him and us so others can see what it took for us to manifest each other, but also just to show you what a soulmate relationship is really about. So hi, Paul. Thank you for being with me. Well, thank you, love. How are you today? I'm fantastic. I'm happy to be here. Thank you for asking me to do this with you. You know what I love about you and about a soulmate relationship is the absolute undying support of a soulmate relationship. And I'm actually working on a book right now on manifesting your soulmate. And what I'm doing is I'm interviewing couples who have soulmate relationships because it is a really unique relationship, wouldn't you say? It, it is. It absolutely is. It's just, it's like having your best friend around you all the time and, uh, you know, just having that vulnerability and the ability to share whatever's going on in your life is, is really rare, I think. It is rare. And so maybe we can tell them about how we met. How's that sound? Uh, yeah, sure. That sounds good. It's kind of a funny story. Uh, so I was in another sort of relationship that was on and off, on and off, um, and uh, she actually brought me to your group and when you were having a ping pong tournament. And uh, I met you and uh, briefly. And uh, we didn't really even talk, I don't think, at all, hardly, except just brief introductions. Uh-huh. And then um, a few months went by, and that relationship came to a close. Um, In the meantime, we kept coming to my group. I did. I, I really liked your group. Your group was full of really nice people. It was energetic. And you you were very charming and you had this way of sort of laughing at your own life in a positive way about, you know, being human. And I just thought that was very endearing that you were, you were so real about that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, time went on, Christmas went by and then we uh, ended up uh, talking more and more. Uh, We had some coffee. I remember that. Um, By that time, uh, my other relationship was completely over. And, um, and then uh, I remember we did some karaoke uh, I think it was around your birthday. It was three years ago. It was three years mm-hmm. ago. That's right. This week will be three years. Mm-hmm. And had uh, had a lot of fun. And I, I got up with some of the guys and we sang YMCA, which was totally ridiculous. Uh-huh. And uh, then you and I did some dancing and had some fun. And, and we ended up singing uh, that song uh, by the, the Carpenters. Carpenters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. About why do birds suddenly appear? Close to you. Close to you. That's yeah. the name of it. Thank you. And, uh, <laughs> And we were kind of in key, so it kind of worked out, you know? Yeah. It was kind of foreshadowing. It was foreshadowing. Yeah. It was really interesting because, you know, when I was searching for you, for my soulmate, I remember thinking it had to be this, you know, very obvious, the fireworks are going, you're like, this is the one. Mm -hmm. But because you were with your girlfriend at the time, I didn't place you in that category for quite a while. And and same goes with you. You were, you were uh, in a, a relationship, uh, I think maybe that was coming to a close as well, mm-hmm. but we had, you know, we had been seeing other people or whatnot and, and, um, but we, we kind of hit it off as friends. Like I, we went out to coffee. I remember distinctly up in uh, North Portland mm-hmm. and we were talking about, uh, just our lives and, and really just getting vulnerable. And I just said, well, here's all my stuff. You know, mm-hmm. this is everything about me. And, 
sort of a, I almost had almost a take it or leave it attitude because I just, I just enjoyed talking to you and you just took it in stride and kept going. And, um, cause we didn't have any expectations. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and, um, you know, as you get older, lives get a little more complicated and, you know, we get more entrenched in our careers. So, um, it's kind of, I think, and at least in my mind, the older I get, the less I wanted to kind of deal with drama and all that. I just wanted to kind of get it all out there and not mm-hmm. play any games around it. And, and you're just really responsive to everything we talked about. And, um, and uh, obviously I was attracted to you, uh, you know, at your meetup, mm-hmm. but I had to play it cool. So I, <laughs> I acted like, yeah, yeah, she's, she's cool. She's cool. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, I, I certainly had eyeballs for you. And, uh, you know, one of my favorite stories is when I was teaching, I had a guest speaker at my group mm -hmm. and everyone was staring at her and not me because usually I'm the one speaking or teaching. Mm -hmm. And, but I was sitting next to her so I can look at the audience. And so there's a lot of people there. I don't know, 20, 25 people. And so as I'm sitting there, I, I kept staring at you and we were just friends at the time. And I remember just staring at you and I couldn't stop myself. Like, I'm like, Michelle, stop staring. And you had no idea that I was staring at you, did you? Uh, no, I didn't actually, because I was trying to be too cool. So I wasn't making eye contact. So it was kind of this <laughs> ship's passing <laughs> in the night. But, uh, you know, uh, kind of backing up a bit, a couple of years before that, um, just talking about that list I made, right? Right. And, so this uh, is, this is guys listening, because this is where he and I both did the law of attraction to manifest each other. So go on, tell them about your list. Absolutely. So, um, <laughs> you know, I, I, like I had mentioned, I was in and out of this relationship and it, you know, it was fun sometimes. And then sometimes it wasn't, it was long distance and it was just kind of hard to keep it all together. And I wasn't coping well with it. Um, and, and there was a point in the relationship where I, I became very angry and I think she probably was equally angry too. We just were not getting along. So I wrote this list almost as a kind of anti her list, which is, you know, if she was listening to this, I would say it was just because I was angry in the moment, you know, and we're all allowed to be human. But I wrote this list and it was like, this is really what I want. And um, and it was it was kind of uh, everything opposite of the arguments we were having. You know, when people are mad, they they say things and they, they feel things. And so I was like, I just want somebody simple. Uh, we can talk all the time about this. We can be open. I would like her to be a spiritual teacher. You know, I'd like her uh, to be um, just a very loving person with other people and, and all these kinds of Laugh things. Laugh at herself, right? Laugh at herself. That was a big <laughs> I one. I do like, that all Don't the time. take herself too seriously. Uh-huh. Don't take me too seriously. And um, all these different things. There was very specific things too about the spiritual part. And, uh, and you know, when I when I met you, when we first started, well, actually, when we started really connecting and talking at the coffee shop, I realized that you were hitting all those points. And then, and then one day I ended up reading to, reading that list to you, and it was absolutely everything that you were. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, through that journey of going through, I actually had a couple different relationships and going through these relationship issues and trying to work out like what really matters to me and what matters to them. And, and we weren't clicking and, and getting clear on all that. Um, I got clear. Mm-hmm. And when I got clear, you kind of showed up in my life. Mm-hmm. And there was a, a probably a brief moment in the beginning, like, you know, I was waiting for the crazy to come out like, well, you sound good, but you know, <laughs> is there a part of you that you're holding back? And I found out that that wasn't the case. You were just really authentic. Uh-huh. And I love that. And yeah. it's never changed, yeah. you know, so I'm really grateful that you showed up in the way that you did you know but what makes it unique though is when we when it clicked for us like we had a moment where we're like oh my gosh this is 
there's feelings here because right. we were best friends. We started out as best friends right. and we had no expectations and we didn't, it's funny. I tell people this guys, you don't always know when your soulmate, sometimes they can be right in front of you. Mm-hmm. But once it clicked for us, we both knew from the get go, this is it. Yeah. This I didn't, it. I guess I had never experienced somebody who I could just be completely open and honest with and, and a friend with, but also to have sort of romantic feelings for, it was always kind of one or the other mm-hmm. and to have somebody that I could click with and say anything to, without holding back and have this sort of romantic thing showing up was actually quite miraculous, at Mm -hmm. least in my experience. Mm -hmm. Well, for me, and I recently read him a list. Of course, I've read many lists. And I'll tell you all kind of briefly what I did to attract him. But I, um, because I found out about law of attraction because I was tired of being single. So that's how I started law of attraction because I didn't want to do the online dating and I got tired of dating. See, unlike Paul, I was in, I was single for six and a half years and you weren't really single much in those times. So, um, anyway, for me, it was more like I knew very clear. I wanted to find my soulmate. I, I read lots of, lots of stories around soulmate relationships but I did it because I knew I wanted a really good relationship and my past ones were horrible. Right. <laughs> so what I love about everything that I did to, before I got you is I would pretend you were there. I would make these makeshift dinners where I would pretend to have dinner with you. I would be in my car and like reach over and say, Oh, I love you, sweetie. Like I did everything. And I know it. And what's great about this guys is, Paul's the kind of person I can tell this stuff to, and he doesn't make fun of me. So (laughs) he probably thinks it's endearing. But, um, and one of the other favorite things I did is I, um, I got a birthday card and a Valentine's day card because I wanted to, you know, act as if we were, you know, this person is coming into your life. And so you, you're like, yes, I'm going to give you a romantic birthday card, a romantic Valentine's day card. And I kept them in my meditation room and by my, 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 my mantle for, several years actually and what's funny is your birthday's on valentine's day Mm -hmm. isn't that amazing Mm -hmm. so um but i think for me in order to manifest you it was a matter of um believing in this possibility but what i want to share with my my listeners is that it is so much better than i even expected So, you know, I tell people they want to manifest something in their life, always say this or something better, right? Because then you don't limit yourself. So I also want to point out some other really good qualities to our relationship is one thing I've noticed about soulmate relationships is it's like that person comes into your life exactly to help you on your path. Wouldn't you agree? I do agree to that. Uh, having, Having a helper or somebody who can kind of make the journey a little bit easier is, is priceless. And, yeah. you know, as I've been developing my business and uh, all the things that I've wanted to create, you've always, you know, believed in me. Mm-hmm. And uh, that wasn't always the case in previous relationships. They kind of wanted me to get my act together and kind of get things going faster. And I was trying and I, I didn't know how to do it. And it wasn't until really you came along uh, and you said you would take me as I am, no matter what my financial situation was. Or, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't time. pretty. It was horrible. <laughs> I was I was really broke. It was a decision between going to McDonald's or going and get you know getting gas to go to the next project. So it was really tough, yeah. and I was trying to develop something from nothing as a business. Mm-hmm. But you uh, you just you know you stood by me and you said it's okay because I love you anyway. It doesn't matter. And right. and what that kind of did is it shifted my psychology to think that well you know, somebody can really believe in me and they, and they do see the vision that I see. 
And since then, uh, you know, you helped me and then I started taking off mm-hmm. with the business and, and the business is kind of ours now. You know, we, we work on it. We talk about it all the time together. And now I'm doing fantastic. I mean, I have uh, six employees and I'm going to be hiring a few more. Um, you know, we're looking at opening internationally. And like, this is just insanity about mm-hmm. how it's taken off. But it, I think, you know, in some ways, uh, you help give me the strength and the uh, encouragement to keep going. And, you know, in return, as you develop this business and so forth, you know, you're getting the same from me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's really nice to have somebody that's in your corner. Yes. And I have to say his podcast we did a long time ago is how to manifest money. So look at it. Listen to that one, because that is about how he went from making what 70,000 to almost a million in one year. Yeah, (laughs) it's crazy, guys. Um, He's a master manifester. But um, so I I also I love that you pointed out that, you know, when I met you, you were kind of in a non good financial place. And I've met a lot of people and are, you know, who are like, okay, this is on my list, they have to be financially secure, like this, they have to be making this and, and you know, one thing, you have to really look beyond that. Like, to me, I knew you would you were going to be successful because you were in your passion and purpose. And that was more important to me. Yeah. But also what I want to point out is some people think, okay, I'm not ready to find a soulmate because A, X, Y, and Z, I'm too fat, I'm too old, I don't have any money. And that stops people. And so, for instance, my belief was how do I build my business and the time I was working full time as a nurse, you know, I'm a single mom. How do I have time for relationships? So I had, I felt like I had to decide between the relationship or my business. Mm. I thought it had to be either or, but then I realized that it wasn't an either or thing because actually I couldn't be doing what I'm doing without you right now. And I also want to point out one thing I did, and I love this story is I, I finally got to that point, like okay, I believe this is my divine purpose to do this work. I know I'm, I'm just, just feel so strong. Me, This is what I need to do. And I said one time I was in the shower, I said, you know what, God, if you want me to do this work, you better send me my soulmate because I can't keep doing this alone. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, I met you very soon after. Mm-hmm. So I really believe that we need to ask, we need to get clear, we need to believe it's possible. Now, that was more my experience. I put probably more intention into manifesting you. But I also think one thing I want to talk about for people who are listening is you also did a lot of work, though, before you met me. I did. Yeah, I, I did a lot of personal development work um, for many years, and it, it just became this part of my life. Like I was just doing it all the time. And, um, you know, one of the things I committed to with my business is to teach others, um, kind of when I brought them on as employees, how to talk to clients and how to, how to be more awake and and to work with them in a way that makes them feel good about the process as well. So there was all these parts of personal development that weaved into my life. Uh, but I think one of the biggest parts of personal development that helped me was, uh, being worthy, feeling worthy Mm -hmm. of love and of good things. Because I was I was raised in a blue collar family, and you know we were always taught that you have to work very very hard to get anything, and usually their working very very hard resulted in kind of getting a little bit, not even very much, not enough for some of them to even you know make any kind of retirement. Like they were just always struggling, and they couldn't wait till they hit sixty five or whatever to get Social Security, which is just a few hundred dollars a month, you know. And that was kind of the pers- you know I guess the perspective that they had. So. Um, 
to believe that I could have a, a good business and a, a wonderful relationship together and have somebody who, you know, really stuck by me and believed in, in the dreams that I would have, um, but also just cared about me, you know, regardless, unconditionally. Unconditionally. Yeah. And, and to have that. I feel um, that from you. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't really experience that growing up in, in that same way mm-hmm. um, where somebody jumped on board with my dreams just as much as I jump on board with theirs. Um, so I came to a point where feeling worthy and that it is possible and you help me by doing that. Like, and that's what I think soulmate love is about. It's about trying to help your partner become the best version yes. of themselves. Yes. And it doesn't feel like sacrifice. Mm-mm. It feels, it's just, Mm-mm. it comes through love. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel like I'm extrude, you know, exuding effort Mm-mm. in encouraging you to do these things. Yeah. I feel excited for you. And when I see that spark light up in you about doing what you love, then I get excited too. Right. So that, I think that's another indicator that it's a soulmate love mm-hmm. and that, you know, you really want the best for each other because they're, they're, you know, they're a part of your life and you're a part of theirs and almost an extension of what we do for each other. But we also do our own thing. So Absolutely. the nice thing is, so I always tell people a soulmate relationship is when you get two whole people, people who have, have done their work. And again, neither of us came in this relationship perfect. So I don't want people to think you're perfect. I'm definitely not perfect. <laughs> Nor am I. But you, you do the work yeah. to where you're like, okay, I'm going to take responsibility for my emotions. I'm going to come into a relationship with someone who also takes responsibility for their emotions. Mm -hmm. And we will always listen to each other. We will always have that open communication, even if it's uncomfortable. And that's another thing I tell people, even though it's a soulmate relationship, we have our struggles Mm -hmm. because we're both super busy. You know, we're living actually kind of long distance. You're in Ben half the time or all the time. And I see half the time. So, um, but what I love about us and what I want everyone to have is that you're with someone you, they believe in you so much. You believe in them so much. They help you on your mission. You help them on their mission. And even though you're apart, your, your support is just golden. I mean, there's no break in our, um, support of each other. Right. Yeah, I think that's true. Um, there's another part of this that um, just not only through the encouragement, but the commitment as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I once heard a movie or something. They said, you're my kind of crazy. Yes. And <laughs> I, I needed somebody that could kind of get my subtleties, you know, because then it makes me feel connected. And, and uh, I think I get yours pretty well. Yeah, we're pretty darn goofy, and sometimes we think our next career in this life is going to be stand up um, comedy. comedy or writing comedy. Definitely, um, we're pretty sure Saturday Night Live would love to have our stuff. <laughs> they would. They don't <laughs> know it yet. No, but we are really funny. And you know, one of these days, guys, just watch out for YouTube or something. We're gonna we're gonna be doing some comedy show. It's gonna be unbelievable. Or puppeteering. I don't know. Definitely puppeteering. <laughs> we both like the Muppets. We do. We do. So how that worked out. Yeah. So again, I think with the, the, what I find with us and what I encourage everybody to do is keep believing in the possibility of this great relationship that everybody deserves this. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter where you are at in your life, you know, as far as um, your financial situation, your weight. I mean, again, I hear people all the time say, oh, I need to lose weight before I can go out and date. Well, there's a, there's a deep respect, I think, that comes with this kind of relationship as well in general in that, you know, if, if one person is getting to a point where they're self-deprecating or they're, they're really struggling with something, you know, the, the, the person who is their soulmate or the person who is, you know, deeply caring about them as a person just 
takes that in and, and then responds to them with what they need to hear, you know, that they are beautiful, that they are important as they are. And that that sort of thing doesn't matter. And I think coming from a spiritual perspective is mm. that life is kind of short. We're here for a short time and then it's over. We're all going to die. And that's mm. the way it goes. And um, we understand that, you know, every moment we have, we don't get to have that again. So, you know, just trying to create as much love and happiness as possible, because this is the soulmate relationship is a sanctuary. It can be. Mm-hmm. And it's not a codependence thing. It's mm-hmm. actually just a sanctuary because when I have to go do my thing, you encourage me to go do my thing that's separate from you mm-hmm. and vice versa. But when we're together, we're like, we need, we need to encourage and love each other because there's nowhere else to go get that other than by yourself, which is good too. Mm-hmm. But to have another person who really gets you and, mm-hmm. and what's happening in your life, I think is priceless. And I, I, uh, I had never really experienced that before. No, and, uh, and yeah. And yeah. so I'm just really grateful for you that you, you do that for us yeah, and for me. And, you know, after reading all those stories and all those books and, you know, all those times where I just cried because I never thought I'd find love again and I just didn't want to give up hope. And and uh, and I just had no idea that I could attract such an amazing man to my life. So thank you. (laughs) We're also extremely sappy, which can be maybe annoying for some people. But you're lovely. Yes. The whole reason I teach this stuff is, you know, law of attraction. Um, came to me because I wanted to manifest my soulmate. And now that I have manifested you, it's just the, the, I feel like the stars have aligned as far as my career path and everywhere I'm going, like I see it more clearly now because I have you to help me, Mm. you know? Mm. It's a, I think it's like having a sounding board. Yeah. Like, Hey, this is what I'm thinking. This is what really gets me excited. This is really some of the dreams that I have. What do you think about that? And you know, the last thing you need is somebody saying, oh, that's a dumb idea. Right. It's like, how, well, who am I to say? Like, you may end up changing the world, which I actually think you will. And, uh, <laughs> and me too, you know, in, right. in some ways, in, in my little cosmos, uh, there may be my little, my little special world with my, <laughs> my special trees, like Bob Ross would say. <laughs> uh, but, but we, we have that potential and, and to mm-hmm. be able to see that in each other and just, let that be it. I think what I, what we're doing, at least in my mind, in some ways is we're creating a life that's memorable. Yeah. And, um, and, and knowing mortality is there. I don't know. There's some perspective that's come because I've gone through hard times. Uh, you've gone through hard times. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were a hospice nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know what death is about and mm-hmm. not that we're morbid and always thinking about that, but more than anything, just having perspective on being grateful, grateful. For grateful. Life. Yeah. yeah. Definitely lots of gratitude for you, for sure. You as well. Well, thank you. Thank you for doing this with me, baby. You're welcome. So anyone who's listening, I really want you to tune in because I am doing a uh, group coaching course called Manifest Your Soulmate starting February 1st. So if you're listening in on this, this is something I'll be teaching on how to manifest soulmate love. And and it's just really a lot is has to do with how you feel worthy and all the things in law of attraction that I've done to manifest, and I've done a lot, a lot. I'm, I'm not even sharing everything that I've done, but I'll be sharing this on this group coaching course because so many people deserve this love, and I'm happy to help them find it. Actually, it's going to find them, but I'm going to have, I'm going to make them the lighthouse. That's the plan. There you go. Because that's a pretty big lighthouse. He came to my group, and another thing I have to say is I started teaching my group in Beaverton in a downtown Beaverton area, and I just felt 
there's a reason I'm there. And I always felt like I'd attract you to my group. And you happen to live, what, half a mile from the space? Yeah, I, could, I walk there sometimes. <laughs> you know, right? So it all worked out. And again, there's lots of stories. I'll share this on my group coaching course as well. But if you're interested in learning more about that, just go to my website at michelle-joy.com. That's M-I-C-H-E-L-E dash joy.com. And if you want to learn how to manifest money, go back to my podcast. This is how to manifest money. That is uh, Paul and I doing an interview about how he has manifested. And in fact, I think even since we've done that interview, you've done better. I have. Yeah. You know, I, um, I had a goal last year of making, uh, well, well, you wrote me a check. Um, a law of attraction check for $400,000. Yeah, it wasn't real. It was law of attraction. <laughs> yeah. She's like, don't, don't cash this, money. but you know, use it as energy. Okay, got it. And I doubled it, right? Uh, and you carried it in your wallet, right? I did. And, and we threw it away uh, close to the first of the year. And we wrote another check this year for $4 million Right. by the end of this year. And with the contracts I'm going to be signing, uh, we're already getting close to that. So yeah. I think I think the idea here is just to let letting the abundance flow and knowing that somebody has your back. I mean, all those principles, but also just love somebody that just yeah. You make me comfortable. Uh, you make me think anything is possible. And, me too. Uh, with that belief that's actually seeping deeper and deeper into me all the time, I find that I'm attracting more into my life. Yes, and you know we both get a benefit from that. So yay! How about that? <laughs> So anyway, thank you. Thank you, sweetie. Thank you everyone for listening. And I'm looking forward to several more interviews. I have another three more in place just in the books. It doesn't mean I'm stopping there. I have so much going on. And if you have a story you want to share on my podcast, just go to my website, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-J-O-Y.com. And I would love to hear from you. And thank you so much for listening and happy manifesting.